You're listening to Tech Talk Central. We are really happy tonight. Uh, it's Mr. Christos Marcus uh, who will be talking with us. Um, just to start, he is the director of research in the Institute of Nuclear Physics here at the uh, National uh, Center of Democritus Research Center. And he has uh, a PhD from Imperial College of Science and Technology uh, from the University of London. He has uh, held a lot of uh, positions uh, in the research industry. And that's about it. Uh, I think it will be better off if he starts uh, telling us about what he does. Uh, he, he can talk about his research and his projects. So, uh, Mr. Marco. Hello, it's a pleasure to be here with you. Today, uh, I'm going to talk about uh, a novel um, aspect of astronomy, what we call uh, neutrino astronomy. It's a new eye to the universe. Um, it's an endeavor that he started uh, a couple of de decades ago, and it's, in, uh, it's starting now to, um, to mature, if you like. Um, neutrinos are a strange kind of particles. Particle physicists uh, love them or hate them. Um, they have some unique properties. They are particles with uh, very small mass. We thought initially that uh, their mass is zero, so that they would move uh, with the speed of light. Um, this is not really true, but anyway, their mass is, is very small. Their charge is zero, um, and they only interact with what we call the uh, weak uh, force. That means, if we put it all together, is that um, they interact very quickly with matter. Um, they do not get deflected by electrical and magnetic fields, and uh, they travel uh, at almost, the well, let's call it the speed of light. Um, that means that they are unique uh, messengers from processes that happen uh, in uh, in the universe, in the in galaxies and uh, uh, places that um, we have very little information about. Um, I should mention here that uh, particles like protons get deflected from magnetic fields in the interstellar medium, so we don't really know where they're coming from. This is a, a problem with cosmic rays. And photons, uh, i.e. either light in the optical or gamma rays, x-rays, etc., get absorbed very easily by uh, interstellar medium or uh, any kind of matter that uh, they may uh, encounter. So neutrinos um, are a very interesting source of uh, knowledge about the processes that happen inside, and this is important, the inside the um, uh, astrophysical uh, objects. Uh, this is also their curse because... Um, it's very difficult to detect them. Um, so we need uh, to devise new and uh, uh, novel, difficult ways, uh, d difficult, uh, you know, um, ways of detection. Um, the common knowledge, the common uh, uh, way of detecting them is to have a huge um, material um, in front of a detector, a detector can have the form of a photomultiplier. The photomultiplier detects light that comes from a secondary interaction of the neutrinos with matter. Uh, and in our case, uh, we're talking essentially about having the whole Earth as a target. The whole Earth uh, acts as a, a very nice um, object for neutrinos to interact. They interact and they produce muons. 
which are another kind of particles, and the muons then produce light. And this is the light that we want to detect and make sure that it comes from these, uh, these particles. Um, the way that we do it uh, is that we have to shield our detector, our uh, light uh, detector, from everything else. So we have to go in either in the deep, uh, in a deep mine, deep down the earth, or in the deep sea. In Greece, we are fortunate to have very deep seas. Essentially, we have a, a place in the southwest of Peloponnese, which is the deepest place in the Mediterranean. It goes down to 5,000 meters. Um, uh, and it's very close to the shore. So, um, essentially, what we're talking about is an underwater telescope, a telescope that looks down towards the core of the Earth. Uh, the Earth acts as a target, and then we see what comes out of the interaction of neutrinos with the, the rock. So basically, this is uh, what you're working on right now. This is what we're working on. It's a, it's a big uh, collaboration, international collaboration with um, um, European institutes uh, from France, Italy, Germany, the Netherlands, England. Uh, I probably forget a few, but anyway, uh, Greek uh, groups as well. And we're, what we're trying to build is a, a big... Um, detector like this, it will sit in the in the ocean floor at around uh, three four thousand meters uh, of depth. Uh, it will be able to detect light, and it will have a, a, a dimension of the order of a cube um, with a one kilometer edge. So this this is what we call a cubic kilometer. It's a it's a huge thing. Um, if you think about it, 1,000 uh, meters by 1,000 meters by 1,000 meters height. Uh, and fortunately, uh, hopefully, it will be able to detect uh, neutrinos uh, in the way that I described already. Um, neutrinos that come from astrophysical sources, either the, the center of our galaxy, where we have very interesting uh, places and sources, point sources to look at, or uh, outside extragalactic uh, sources like uh, active galactic nuclei, uh, gamma ray bursts and etc. So, uh, in which phase are you right now? Uh, have you uh, designed uh, the device, uh, the, the telescope? This, de this device is at the moment in what we call phase one of construction. It's cons it will be built in three places. Uh, it will be installed in three places, rather. Um, one is Pilos. One is uh, outside uh, Toulon in France, the south of uh, France. And uh, the third place is uh, the eastern part, uh, the eastern sea um, of Sicily, um, outside Cap Passero. Um, we are at, at the moment we're trying to build um, devices that will go into in Toulon and uh, Sicily. Uh, in phase two, which will start in a couple of years, we'll start uh, deploying um, uh, detectors like this in Pilos as well. At the same time. Here in Democritos, uh, we're involved in a, a side, if you like, a side project, which um, tries to make a twist in the in the detection of these neutrinos. Um, our idea was to detect neutrinos of very, very high energy. Very, very high energy means something like 10 to the 15 eV, peta uh, electron volts neutrinos, which are extremely high energies. In order to do this, uh, we need a huge detector. One cubic kilometer is not enough, uh, which means that uh, it's also very expensive. 
um, to deploy something like uh, 10, 15 kilo cubic kilometers. Um, so what we're doing is uh, we're building detectors uh, able to detect light, as I said before, able <coughs> to work autonomously um, for a period of 10, 12 months, autonomously in terms of power and in terms of data, uh, data collect, um, collection. So basically what we are uh, trying to, to do here is uh, to create a device which is cost efficient and uh, not time consuming to, to, to gather all that data. It's, yes, and, exactly. uh, and what about uh, the outcome of the, of the research? Uh, are there any announcements for future proje projects? Uh, are you thinking that maybe maybe a spin-off will come out? Well, of um, this, this project is something that uh, will uh, hopefully combine uh, our data with uh, data from uh, gamma ray satellites in order to be able to detect uh, neutrinos from uh, sources outside uh, uh, outside the galaxy um, and the same time our research has led to various uh, spin-offs as you say uh, mainly in the terms of in terms of uh, computing science although it may sound strange our data are uh, huge in volume um, so uh, we are also working on storage technologies. Storage technologies uh, means that uh, we're developing, <coughs> excuse me, our own um, middleware. Um, uh, it's the the software that sits outside uh, above the the hardware level, in order to manage huge amount of, amounts of data, huge in terms of uh, um, exascale. Um, Oh, big uh, volumes then. Big volumes, although our data at the beginning at least is not going to be like that, but it seems that our solutions may well be uh, capable to scale uh, at very high levels. So, uh, one last question before we close. Um, I would like your personal uh, point of view, and what would you advise a, a young researcher uh, to do uh, in his early steps? Uh, what uh, kind of uh, skills he should uh, 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 have in order to be, to become a researcher and then follow a certain career. Well, I think that the universities can provide these skills uh, very easily, but he has to to follow his heart mainly, and uh, as long as he does that, I think that uh, everything is possible. All um, right. Then. All right. So. Um, uh, I would like to thank you very much for your thank time. You. Uh, it was really nice. It was really nice and important uh, what we heard about the multi-messenger neutrino astronomy and about uh, certain uh, future projects uh, that could uh, be generated and, uh, through the research you are doing right now. So I hope maybe uh, next year we will be here sitting again and uh, maybe you have uh, a lot of interesting uh, outcomes. Uh, we'll, uh, have, we'll have some news all right, that, in 12 months' time. Okay, okay, then that's good. Uh, thank you very much. You're listening to Tech Talk Central. 